What's going on everybody? It is producer Ariel here to let you know that we are doing a Say Paid giveaway for our lovely listeners like you. We are giving away a $100 Amazon gift card as well as a free year of our digital marketing platform, which is made up of 64 automated touch points, social media posts, email newsletters, a beautiful digital magazine that you can be sending out to your sphere. Our contest ends on July 18th, so you're going to want to make sure that you enter before then. All of the information on how to enter is on our Instagram at Stay Paid Podcast, so be sure to check that out. And without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. From Reminder Media, this is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Hosted by the VP of Marketing, Josh Stake, and Reminder Media's president, Luke Akery. So get ready to hear the golden nuggets that will allow you to live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid, the best sales and marketing tip of your week in 15 minutes or less. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Akery. And today we're going to be talking about email subject lines. So this is something we've talked about in the past. But look, one of the biggest challenges in email marketing is actually getting your email opened. With the average office worker receiving 120 emails a day and spending an average of 11 hours each week going through their emails, it's no wonder that standing out can be so difficult. But if done well, email can produce huge ROI for your business. So today we're going to go over six types of email subject lines you need to start using to increase your open rates now and turn... I was was going to say this. I'm going to say it anyway. (laughs) This is so cheesy. To turn your inbox into a win box. So I, (laughs) and Josh is the marketer, baby. So I wrote that and I said, that's absurd. I can't say that. And I'm like, it's too good not to call attention to it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, (laughs) let's put it this way. The amount of emails that are being sent now is the average number of emails in an inbox at any given time is 200. 200 emails. I, I should see. In your inbox. Now, this is just because I'm a bad organizer, but as you were speaking, maybe on the first tip, I'm going to pull up my inbox, see how many emails I have in there. Just because I get so well, many. Well, it's, it's I can't Monday, even so get, probably have I can't hundreds even on the get, weekend. No, no, I have, because I don't clean my inbox like I should, which is a bad thing. If you guys want to know my, I'm not very good at organization. I will let my Gmail. 461. And you're 461 in my inbox right now. Think about that for a second. Like, that's why I'm telling you, yeah, read your tips on subject lines. I'm just going to give you my experience. Yeah, no, I mean, you're pointing out a great great point from the standpoint of, man, you have to be able to stand out. So we kind of categorized this, and I actually went to digitalmarketer.com to get some of these categories. These aren't all of them, but what I thought would be interesting would be to review them give you an example of an email that we've used that kind of falls within that category and some of the, the rates that, you, uh, that we saw. And then we can kind of talk about each one and maybe some ideas for how you can write emails. But the first one, and this is really your most frequently used one, this is your bread and butter subject line. And that's self-interest, meaning placing what is in it for the person receiving the email mm-hmm. right into the subject of that email. You want to speak very directly here uh, to the benefit that your audience will gain because ultimately that is what will get them to open the email. So here's an example that we use. Now this you could call kind of an operational email, but this is an email that we needed our clients to open. Uh, so the subject was action required, which obviously kind of piques people's interest right away, but activate deadline reminders with text messages. Very clear, very direct to the point. 
we got a 42.4% open or sorry, 52.4% open rate. Now keep in mind the average open rate in marketing is like 18 to 19%. We had a 35% click to open. So out of everybody that opened the email, 35% of them actually clicked through. And then we had a similar one, just to kind of give you an example, promoting the same thing. It said, don't miss a deadline, turn on text reminders. 45% open rate, which is huge for us. I think our average customer emails around that 40, 30 to 40% open rate. Um, but it just shows you how the power of clarity and then adding a little bit of urgency in there as well. I love the um, action required. That's like the mail you get, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, if there's action required from your insurance company or something, they actually put that on the end. Now, don't use it. <clears throat> don't cry wolf. Don't be the boy who cried wolf. Don't actually use that if there is an action required. This happens to be an important email that we needed our clients to read. So yep. that's an example. of and. Think about your business. Like you want, this is why we're giving out these tips. What are some of those emails that you would be sending out you need people to see? Well, you've said it before. It's be clear over clever. Clever uh, doesn't yeah, clear get, beats clever. Yeah, time, clever yeah. doesn't doesn't get me anymore. Yeah. Um, it really has to be. Now, would you consider something like this, like benefit for the sender? Do you have another tip around putting things in the subject line that are specific to the sender? So when people email us about stay paid, yeah. I open all those emails. Right, because I'm very invested oh, in state paid. That's a great idea. Right, yeah. so if you, like even the people who are selling me, now it irritates me a little bit, but not too much. Like we have someone that was trying to get a guest on state paid and they emailed me and how much they love state paid and they put that kind of in their subject line. And then in the email, they even put like they left a review and all that stuff. But so would you classify that in that category? I think or? so. I mean, I think that there's a little bit of flattery there. But if if it was if it was something like saw you on stay paid, would love to have you on my show, then yeah, yeah. there's a little bit more self-interest yep. there. Well, it's like um, people when we make the Inc. 5000, people will use that. Um, when there's something going on in, in my life that I'm pretty open about mm -hmm. right on social or LinkedIn, especially LinkedIn, because everybody's using LinkedIn as a way to try to use in their prospecting, they will put that in there. A big one that I see recruiters use all the time is they look at our job postings, yeah. which is smart. And then they put that, hey, Luke, notice you're looking for the exact title. We, we can find for. a blank for yeah, you. It's exactly. a great idea of a self-interest. So the second type is going to be curiosity. So this is kind of the opposite of self-interest. You're not really telling them necessarily what they're going to get by opening the email, but you're piquing the reader's curiosity enough, compelling them to want to re uh, read more. So an example of this that I might use is this was from our Bar Bets episode. Okay. And the subject of the email, and I'm going to use this one and I'm going to compare it to a one that didn't perform. Well, actually performed about half as well. So this subject line said, asking for referrals, question mark, we guarantee you're doing it wrong. So right there, you're, wait a minute, what am I doing wrong? I am asking for referrals. How am I doing it wrong? Uh, the open rate on that was 17.6%. Now, this is a huge list. This is everyone who's ever subscribed to our post. So this is a 120,000 uh, person list, but 17.6% open. Compare that to a great episode, Linda Baker's, but the subject line fell short where we said, leads make you money, relationships make you legendary wealth. That had a 9.6% open rate. Yeah, so we messed up on that one. <laughs> missed the mark on that one because we're not, we're not necessarily- It was probably too I'm, clever. We're it, criticizing this thing, remember, 2020 in hindsight, right? Yeah. So whenever we put it out there, we thought, yeah, that's a powerful statement. But in actuality, looking back on it, yeah. no, it wasn't very clear and it certainly didn't interest somebody enough to open it. Yeah. And I don't, yeah, I think um, also, well, never mind. This is just my thoughts on the Glenda Baker one. I think people <laughs> want leads. So I think um, 
saying that saying leads aren't good i think people naturally want leads another one that we use and this is an example of and i'll kind of throw this tip in there in terms of like keeping your list clean because we actually recently went through and and cleaned up our podcast list but another example is hate cold calling do this instead so that had a 27 percent open rate and we're we're almost like eliciting an opinion right away or we're getting someone to to be like yes i do hate cold calling yeah well you're tapping into natural uh biases and natural opinions the third type is going to be an offer. So this one's obvious. This is the one you probably receive more than anything, especially if you're signed up for any e-commerce site. But you want to make a great offer in your subject line that subscribers are interested in. Here's one that we use that got a 21.2% open rate from our prospecting list, which is a great open rate from that prospecting list. This one says expiring soon. Hey, blank your name. Early bird deal for 67% off plus 15 free magazines. So I'll add in there, we personalize a lot of email subject lines, and you should be doing this as well because email uh, subject lines that have a name in it or are personalized are 26% more likely to be opened. So there's an example of what you can use. Compare that to another one that we use, and this is advertising the same thing. So when we promoted our new magazine, Good to Be Home, that subject line, which we'll include all these in the show notes, you can go back and look at them. But if I compare that to another one, hey, name, we have a really big announcement that had a 12% open rate. Hmm. So we, it was all about us. That subject was, hey, we have a big announcement. Well, I don't That's know what that announcement point. is. I don't know if I care about it. What's in it for me with them? The idea of putting in that, what they actually will get with that offer. Now, I'm going to caveat this one because you do want to be careful and not overuse words like free not overuse dollar signs, not overuse exclamation points or all yep. caps because those will be caught by You'll spam filters m- yeah, eventually. immediately go into it. Definitely the promotions tab, but potentially even the spam. I will testify that when my name is in the subject line, it definitely catches me yeah. way more than um, if my name is not in it. From prospecting Because ca- those we have some casual subject line examples in here and some formal ones. Do you tend to... You know, like saying, I I would say more formal, uh, I look at less. Hmm. The more formal it is, even in your subject lines. Now, this is just me. So you got to take with a grain of salt, but I'm assuming it probably transcends to most people is like if it's lowercase in the subject line versus all professional looking, um, then I'll I'll open it more because I have a feeling like, oh, this could be a client. The The power of the casual subject line and the personalization gets me. I get emails yeah. that I wasn't sure, you know, I didn't, we, I know what emails are going out, but I wasn't sure when it was scheduled. Yeah. I'll get one in my mailbox because I'm on our list. I'm like, oh, I want to check that out. And it's us. <laughs> so it just shows you even, even subconsciously you're drawn to that. So the fourth type is going to be using urgency or scarcity. Now this is going to be your most powerful because it's going to communicate either the urgency of something or it's going to generate FOMO, right? Fear mm-hmm. of missing out on something, but you do want to use these sparingly because again it's the cry wolf you don't want to if you, yeah, use, you don't overuse the them reputation. people will eventually start tuning them out this is the example that we used recently promoting our geographic farming webinar but we said hey luke name are you really uh, going to miss this so hey name are you really go- are you really going to miss this instantly that goes wait a minute miss what so it's got a little bit of the curiosity in there as well but it's also kind of that fear of missing out uh, well i don't want to miss this what is this we had a, a 23.8% open rate on that and then even better than that, half of all the people that opened it actually clicked, clicked mm. through the email. I just experienced this with the Grant Cardone email. Grant is so interesting if you're on his list. Get on his list if you want to experience someone who pounds the list. Like he just emails, it feels like every single day. What's interesting about the Grant one, and, and I've been a fan of Grant Cardone and followed him for a long time, is even myself, I'm like, start tuning his emails out. Mm-hmm. 
but he just did a real estate investment. Yeah. Um, I forget what he called it, like webinar where he had a ton of people on. He recorded it and he literally just emailed, Luke, I know you weren't able to attend, but are you really want to miss this one more day to get the recording bundle at a discount or whatever so it was. That still hooked me in. And it's a testament too that you can hit the list over and over and over again. But if you're truly delivering on value, even if you're hitting the list, Multiple times because he does outrageous offers like twenty thousand dollar ticket to growth con down to nine hundred and ninety seven dollars. <laughs> Three dollars. He does that all the time today so only. <laughs> he has hit the cry wolf standpoint in my mind. Like I know his deals aren't really real, but he delivers so much value also mm. with the deals that he does that he still hooks me in. He yeah, still I hooks think me that's in. I still a, open that email. I still click through. I still thought that's about that's a critical it. point that you're hitting on. As long as you're de- you have to be delivering the value. The other tip As there my, would be. Yep to resend those emails to people who didn't oh, open your email. Yep. So we have like a standard email cadence every time we do a deal where we'll send an email one day, then we'll send it to everyone again the second day, then on the third day or maybe later on in the second day, we'll send to everybody who didn't open the second or the first email and kind of build that cadence so that you're hitting as many people as possible until you've noticed that they've opened them and they either take action or they decide not to. So the fifth type is news. So this could be industry news. This could be company news. Uh, you want to keep your audience informed of what's going on. This is keeping your content extremely, extremely, extremely relevant to your audience, which is a critical piece. And like you're talking about, not only do you have to deliver value, but it has to be relevant. So news is one opportunity. The example that I pulled here, because we're not, we don't really produce a lot of news content. We produce sure. a lot of evergreen content, but this was company news. So this was announcing our new print and give product. And we had a 33.8% open rate from both a combination of our clients and people that are just on our list that are still considered kind of prospects or people that have signed up for a drip campaign. But the subject was all caps new. And then here's an example of using the emoji. So we use the exclamation point emoji. Emojis are still good to test and, and try. Printed resources for you. So we're offering something new. This is something new that the company's offering. We learned if you're from our good us. to be home. No. What came out first? What happened first? The, uh, the, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> But what came out? Good to be home or this one? Uh, print and give. Yeah. Uh, well, then we didn't learn. So we made a mistake with good to be home because <laughs> we made it about the person in that one. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Versus good to be home. Um, but look, yeah. 33% open rate, 16.5% uh, click to open rate on that one. So again, if you are, uh, and I think this really is powerful one for uh, people who listen to this podcast because you're service professionals for the most part yep. or business owners. You want to be the industry expert. Real estate, so you, you have a listing of you the day. Have so much news like, to be able to broaden. Uh, who was it? Shannon Gillette and someone else, uh, Lee Brown. Yes. Both of them talked about they put out listings of the day. Well, Lee does a market update where she every week she'll sit down and she'll record. Here's how many homes That's came on market. News. Here's how many sold. That's yeah. news. Make sure that it is um, not trivial. Yes. News, right. So that you're not putting something out there that doesn't really, it's not relevant. It's trivial. Financial advisors, sure you have important. the market. You have everything that's going on with crypto. Now, obviously, compliance is a bigger issue that you would have to work through, but um, you have tons of news you can email about. The last and final type that we'll review here is a story. So this is the idea of teasing the beginning of a story with a hook that will pull readers in. An example that we used here was Dave Panazzo's podcast. This was actually our highest performing podcast for our large list. So again, hmm. this is the list of 120,000 people, 17.7% open rate. The subject line was moving from solo agent to business owner with Dave Panazzo. You're kind of giving this idea of, hey, this is going to be a story that we're going to read. You're going to want to find out, okay, how did he make that move from solo agent to business owner? And then also um, uh, the same sort of idea there, we've, uh, 
we had 100, 120, what did we have? 17.7% open rate. And then like a slower click to open, a lower click to open rate on that one. So I think that that's something that you want to keep an eye on. But for someone, you mentioned Grant Cardone from the urgency standpoint. Yeah. If you want to see great story subject lines, I think Grant does a great job. He does. Also, yeah. sign up for Russell Brunson email. Get on yeah. Russell Brunson's Russell list does because a great he job writes too. the best story driven yeah. with kind of these dot, dot, dot ellipses. Yep. This he hooks intro me into his into podcast yeah. all the time yeah. with his stories. And he's always giving a real examples from his actual business. Yep. So that's what makes it that much more compelling. And you can do something similar in your yep. business. No, I mean, I think it's spot on. So there you go. There's the six types of email subject lines that you should be using in your business today to start increasing those open rates and increase your email ROI. Thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to statepaidpodcast.com for the show notes and those examples that we gave as well as a video of this episode to support the show. We would really love it if you subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. We're running out of reviews. So we need some more reviews that I can read on our interviews uh, and leave us a five-star review as well. And the best way is to tell a friend and share on your social media. (laughs) He's not, I tell you what, man, these morning, we know this when we record in the morning, especially a Monday morning, my tongue is always twisted. All right. um, I do have a, a trivia question for you guys though. Why do cow milking stools only have three legs? Because the cow has the udder. Uh-huh. <laughs> How did I know it was going to be something with udder? Yeah, like <laughs> that was just too. Set good. up for all of these is what kills me. It's like the last one was about a kidnapping, and I was like, okay, where the heck is this? Yeah, going? seriously. And now we're talking about milking a cow. It's so like, I've <laughs> I've gone mean? from like normally when I pull dad jokes, I try and find like a story that I can tell sure. to go into them to make it. But that one was just too good. I had to read that one cold, <laughs> just like glass of milk. Okay. <laughs> Moving right <laughs> along, but this episode stay paid. <laughs> if you want to get a hold of me, or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com and make sure to follow oh. us on Instagram. We are posting a reel a day on Instagram for 30 days. So producer Ariel, Luke, and myself, we all created reels. We're trying this thing. It's kind of like an experiment. We've been seeing all these other people do these 30 days of reel and how it impacted their Instagram growth. So we're doing it not only for ourselves, but we want to bring the results back to you guys. Maybe we'll do like an Instagram yeah. episode, kind of review what we learned from 30 days of reels and everything. So make sure to head on over to at Stay Paid Podcast on Instagram to follow us there. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, and I'm Luke Acree. Here's your action item for this episode. So many good things that you can apply, but something really, really simple that you can literally start tomorrow is start resending your email to the people that did not open it the first time you sent it to them. Something very, very easy that you can put into place and it will get your open rates increased. Remember this, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in every single industry is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 